Hey, turn it up a little bit more. Yeah. Huh. That's good. And it's the best day ever. Uh. It's good, Chuck. Hey. I used to tell her keep her hands up off my head. Off my head. But now she thinks she got it like that. And uh, we're live. This is a bonus episode with one of our listeners who's also one of my best buddies who has a direct line to me who likes to fucking text me about random shit with the podcast. Welcome, Alex, from Alaska. Look, I'm just saying, if you don't want me to text you about it, just get better information. That's all I'm saying. Look, I get that... <laughs> I get that like 97% of the podcast that Tom and I do isn't checked, but you got to give me some breaks here. I've got a microphone in one hand. I'm watching the production in the other and I just can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't make sure everything is legit. Look, I've never met Tom. I'm sh- absolutely positive. We would have a grand old time, but the fact that he said Kirby doc had a great restart made me upset. Leaving we, it at that. We already That's have it. some. That's con- we, we already have some controversy here on Tomahawk's Pod. I can't even do like my normal "this is live" type bullshit. Alex is just coming in hot, hot, saying my old, <laughs> my normal co-host is Look, full of shit. Call it how I see it, but you know, he and I can have a conversation at another point in time. But you know, I think this is something we're gonna end up having to do. Like, That's this is this is definitely in the works. I just need to figure out how to get three people. Being able to be recorded at one time instead of just two. I'm not sure we would ever come to an agreement or any sort of resolution, but I'm I'm up for it. I'm I mean, I don't think it. it needs to come to a, an agreement or a resolution. I just think it'd be funny at this. At that point, I should just like produce the podcast between the two of you. I was say we might not even need three. You might just need to sit there and let us talk. That's probably what's going to end up happening. But that should probably be something that we get the works in. But anyway, we're a minute and we're two minutes in, and like I said. We have a guest on today. This is a bonus episode. This is uh, Tony, which is funny because I normally don't. I, I go by Anthony to Alex, but anyway, this is Tony and Alex here today. I was talking about him on the last podcast because, like I said, he has a direct line to me, so he just likes to listen to the podcast and text me all the shit that is <laughs> incorrect or that he doesn't agree with or literally anything. He's just like, "Yo, you guys are fucking stupid." So. <laughs> Like I said, without further ado, here is Alex. We're going to talk about uh, the current state of the playoffs today and what we want our individual teams to do. So if you're a listener of the podcast, I probably have talked about Alex at least once or twice. He is one of my former roommates, grew up in Alaska, is a Sharks fan, and now lives in Chicago. So you're going to need to give a, a, a basic like once-over of how all of that shit happened because... To the people that I generally talk to, they're like, how the fuck are you from Alaska, but are a Sharks fan? So, so what had happened was... See, what uh, had happened was... Right. Um, I was born in Alaska, so that's where the I come from Alaska thing is. Like, I was born there. But, like, you also grew up there. You didn't just... You don't just and come then, from... You weren't, like, born in Alaska. You grew up in Alaska. Right, right. That's why I say I'm from Alaska. And then from there, um, I like the Sharks. That's not really like. No, uh, Patrick Marlowe's been my favorite player since I was like really little. 
So, like, were you a Maple Leafs fan for, like, two years? Uh, you know, no. <laughs> I was still a Patrick Marlowe fan. I was not a Maple Leafs fan. Um, although, funnily enough, my uh, second-year might team, uh, our house league was all the teams were named after NHL teams, and I was on the Maple Leafs. So I could be an OG Maple Leafs fan if I wanted to. But I'm OG not. Maple Leafs. Okay. All right. Yep. But I'm not, so... That makes sense. I get it. You know, so you but, just like Patrick Marlowe, and by default, you're like, I like the Sharks. Yeah, and I mean they have the sickest logo in the league. The color scheme's the best. Um, it's way better than something basic, you know, like black and yellow, red, white, and blue, um, black and red. I was gonna say you mean like the uh, the absolute like number one colors, which are black and red in the NHL. Oh, black, red, and white. Yeah, like the Ottawa Senators. Like, come on. Why would you ever be black and red? Like, <laughs> Aren't the Ottawa Senators one of the oldest teams like ever, no. to be honest, though? No, Ottawa had a franchise. Okay, side note. As you can see, because you're sitting here in my living room, I do have the History of the NHL book by Down Goes Brown. Buy it if you haven't. It's amazing. I'm gonna say, the I Senators I were an expansion team. To. At a point, so they are not the oldest franchise. Ottawa did have a franchise. That's what I'm but talking it's not about. The same. I but know it's Ottawa not... was an expansion team technically, but didn't they have like a team way, 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 de- way, way back in the day? It depends on what you define. Like, for example, like are the OG Winnipeg Jets and the Coyotes the same franchise, or is it separate? Like, how, or is it the Jets and the Jets? Like, what is it? And they... So I think okay. So for the Jets, it goes. The current Jets team is the Atlanta Thrashers team. So everything before that, I think it, it belongs to Arizona. Because Winnipeg moved to Arizona, and now there's just so happens to be another Winnipeg team there that came from Atlanta. That's a fucked up situation all its own. That one, I think, is the most confusing situation if you try to explain it to someone that like doesn't have any idea what, what hockey, like, or not what hockey is, but like what... The NHL is, I well, guess. You're I really? just think it's funny because by going by that, the uh, leading goal scorer for the Arizona slash Winnipeg franchise, or no, sorry, Winnipeg and Thrasher's franchise is Ilya Kovalchuk. Fuck yes, I love that. Which is like the talk best about thing a ever. trivia question at bars. <laughs> yeah, that's bar like the greatest question. thing ever. That so might like, be beyond bar twi- you trivia. Like, you like have to raise your hand and be like, "Yo, which Winnipeg Jets are we talking about?" Right, exactly. But yeah, no, Ottawa did have like they've had a professional hockey team forever. And what I learned from the Down and Goes Brown history of the NHL is how far uh, into that book are you? Not very far. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a hundred pages, less than hundred pages. Uh, like where are we at? Where are we at? Well, here. Look, I could lie and say I'm halfway through, I'm gonna, but I'm, I'm gonna actually preface, on page 52. I'm going to preface everything right now with, I understand that the sound quality is probably not amazing. We're sitting in, we're sitting in an apartment in the Chicago, what is this, North, where, where are you? What, what is this neighborhood technically? Know. Wrigleyville. Wrigleyville. We're in the Wrigleyville neighborhood. This isn't soundproofed. <laughs> we're just sitting in Alex's I have the worst room, cicadas ever. Watching game three of Philadelphia and New York. So I, I do apologize for the sound quality, but like I said, this is a bonus episode. So um, Alex is 53 pages into the Down Goes Brown book, which is funny because he doesn't read books, period. Nope. I always make the joke that he doesn't even know how to read. That is correct. <laughs> because he's from Alaska. That's so. why I'm only 53 pages in. 
But hey, <laughs> what I've learned... You get through a page a month. Yeah, what I've learned is that the original six isn't actually the original six, and there was a history of the NHL before the original six, and that's fascinating. Um, I can update you in like seven years when I finish the book. Okay, cool. All right. We'll get you on back in 2027. Uh, and we'll have 48 <laughs> teams in the NHL and, you know. Carrie Benton will just be going nuts. If There will be teams in Japan. That'd be kind of sick. Can you imagine an actual world league? Like, that always pissed me off about baseball. It would never the work. World Series. It's like, yo, dude, this isn't the World Series. This is the North American Series because all the teams are in North America. Football's the only sport I think you could make the argument of world, like a world Soccer? championship. No, no, like a. Uh, no, I mean, like, for league. Like, the NFL can say, like, there are a couple other countries that play football, but, like,. It's not a competition. Baseball, there are other countries that play and probably could do okay. You think, okay, mm, you think that other teams in the world could compete with the Major League Baseball, like, teams? You don't think that's, like, the best of the best? It just pisses me off that they say it's the World Series. Like, yo, dude, this team, this, this league is literally based in the United States. That's what pisses me off. Well, yeah, but I'm just... Do I think that, like, if you threw in teams from Japan next season that one of them could possibly win? No, but I'm just saying, like, when you look at it comparatively, like, name another country that's even kind of good at football. Like, every single person in the NFL, if they aren't from the U.S. for the most part, they were born somewhere else and then lived in the U.S. for all their life. Like, you don't play football anywhere else. You play baseball. You play hockey. You play soccer. Like, they're, you play it everywhere else. So would you argue that football is America's pastime then? Instead of baseball? No, I don't think it has to be an exclusive thing. Sport, like, I no, I don't think so. I think, I mean, I'm not a baseball fan, but I, I have no issue with calling it America's pastime. He just we're Like I said, we're, we're watching uh, Philly and the Islanders. And he after start, missing the goal. There was, um, there was no, a wraparound no, attempt that was just clearly he should have tucked it, but he did I, not tuck it. I have no issue with baseball being called that. I just think that of all the sports, football's the one where we can say, football is the one where it's America's sport. I agree we with you. We have no other I think, countries. I, I agree with you 100%. I don't think there are really any other any other countries in the world that have uh, football players that come to the NFL. It's they're, they're few and far between. I think the last one that I remember was a kicker from Australia trying to make it. Like, they, that, that just doesn't really happen very much. And you could correct me if I'm wrong. The one that I know that's the most, I'd say the most, like, successful in a way is there's a lineman for the Chiefs that, like, a starting lineman for the Chiefs that was from Montreal. Okay. Are there any, would you consider, like, I guess, I mean, technically that's still America, right? Like, American Samoa? Are there a lot of, for some reason I'm thinking of, like... The, uh, again, like, a lot of them are all guys that grew up in the U.S. Like, their parents are from there okay. for the most part. yeah. All right, I'll give you that one. I guess it just still frustrates me that the, the MLB is like, it's the World Series. Be like, yo, dude, this is literally America, and that's it. <laughs> I agree completely. I agree. But I also have problems with the MLB in the fact that their all-star game chooses who gets home field advantage for okay, the, the We're World not Series. getting into this, but that's literally the best part of the MLB, and that's no one likes part. baseball. That's so stupid. Wrong. Nope. Nope. Anyway, wrong. so the playoffs. Yeah, you start. No, don't take that from me. I need Too to... late. Um, so, yeah, so we're watching Islanders, Philly. Who do you want to win this series? This series, I want... Oh, fuck. I want Philly. 
interesting. I like both of them, to be honest. Shut up, Siri. I like both of these teams. These are both teams that I've kind of, like, over the years, I'm obviously a Blackhawks fan because I grew up in Chicago, but both of these teams are teams that I'm like, ah, like, I kind of don't hate them. I think if I had to choose one of these two, though, I would pick Philly over I, New York. I don't, I don't care a lot who wins. I'm happy with either. Um, I told you before we started recording, I just don't want Boston and Vegas to win. But I think if I pick between the two, I want the Islanders only because they have more players that I like on the team. Eberly and Barzal being one and two. Oh, dude, Barzal's fucking dirty. I and also like Carter Hart. I like Drew. I love Katahat. I love the fact that you have to say his name in a Boston accent, even though he plays for Philly. Katahat. Um... What did I tell you? What did I text you before uh, in the the qualifying round about JT? I was like, oh, thank God the the Islanders have. Oh wait, yeah. Well, that was a or no no no. It was Toronto, right? I was like, at least yeah. Toronto has JT. Oh fuck, wait, timeout. He's Never made mind. he made a great decision, and uh, the Leafs made a great decision letting go of Lou Lamorello, who you know is also now with the Islanders and still playing hockey. So that's great. Um, yeah, I want, I would like the Islanders to win. One of my good buddies is also an Islanders fan, so that helps. But I, I won't be upset if the Flyers win. I also just remembered that there is an Alaskan on the Flyers, so I'd be more okay that for that reason. Yeah, these two teams, I just don't have, like, again, like, they're both teams that over the years, like, this is going to sound stupid, but, like, I've played as a GM in, in NHL as both of these teams, and I've done really well. So, like... I don't, I don't have any, like, major dislikes. Like, even coming down, even going, like, boiling it down to, obviously I'm a Blackhawks fan, but I, I have some sort of respect for the Red Wings, to be honest. Like, obviously Detroit sucks as a Blackhawks fan. So what you're telling me is you're a closet Red Wings fan. Exactly, 100%. Okay, got it. So when Tom listen to this, listens to this episode, he's not going to want to podcast with me anymore. Well, he thinks Kirby Doc had a good playoff, so that's fine. This is, again, this is one of those things where I think I'm going to have to get you two on the podcast together, and I'm just going to produce it. I don't even know if I want to spend my time, because he's not going to win that argument. <laughs> so, Tom, when you listen to this podcast, you're, you're definitely getting called out. Start doing your research now. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. Uh, lightning anyway, keep, keep going, Lightning man. Bruins in the East. Uh, the Lightning won earlier today. They're up 3-1 to one in the series. Um, who do you want to win? I want the Lightning to win. I don't like the Bruins. I I've, I think I've picked the Lightning the entire time. I do see, so I, I see hit. I see Alex's bracket. He, he filled out a bracket. So do me a favor, actually. Go through your bracket. Let, let's go through your bracket. This is really awkward because I just pulled up the bracket so I could make sure I got the matchups right. Um, I didn't pick anybody. Are you sure you didn't pick anybody? No, this is just the bracket of the playoffs. Is so it? So I didn't okay. mess it up. Okay, I guess, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not um, paying but super I, duper attention to your laptop. As, so. I, as I just said, I don't want the Bruins to win, so I really don't need to answer this question. But, uh, yeah, I want the Lightning to win. The Islanders just scored the worst goal I've seen in a long time, but they all count the same. Um, yeah, I... Hey, hey, a goal on the score sheet is a goal on the score sheet. No one's right. going to ask you how it went in. That's right. It's like fucking a bitch. Doesn't matter. They don't ask you how it happens. Not sure how you we ended up here. You just get to add a point to your board. Not sure we ended up here. Moving along, uh, <laughs> I do want the Lightning to win. Um, I have met Tyler Johnson before, and he hashtag a, humble brag. I got a couple more coming. Don't you worry. 
Um, and he is a great guy. So, uh, big fan. Big fan. Um, in the West, Vegas, Vancouver. Again, I don't want Vegas to win. I don't really like Vancouver, but I really don't like Vegas. Um, plus, Vancouver has way cooler players. So, you're picking Vegas? No, that, I'm picking Vancouver. Vancouver over Vegas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. It's also tied one-to-one. Okay, uh, they got so, Besser, they got Pedersen, they got Hughes, um, Demko. Even though he's the backup, but he's sick. Um, I forget that Bo Horvat is technically their their starter, right? I forget that Demko is the backup. Yeah, Demko's sick though. And I feel like they're going to be college, dirty so in like cool. uh, one to three years. They're I feel di- like they're Vancouver, dirty now. Vancouver. But, okay, you're right. They're dirty now, but I feel like they're going to be absolutely. Like a smoke show. In yeah, the no, I agree. I'm just saying they are sick. I don't like Vancouver, but uh, I hate Vegas, um, so I want Vancouver to win. Vancouver to me feels like one of those teams that, like, unless you're from Vancouver, you absolutely you're like, eh, fuck them. I disagree. I think Vancouver's a very neutral team unless you're a Sharks fan because in the last ten years, the the Canucks outside of like a couple years the Canucks and the Sharks were like the two teams in the Pacific so it was like that's where the rivalry came from but I feel like for the most part people just don't kind of forget about the Canucks to be honest I mean you can brush me up on my Pacific Division history but I feel like the Sharks for the last decade or so outside of the last what two years have kind of run away with that kind of division it's been between the Sharks and the Ducks like over the last decade no so it's ducks were ducks have always been have been solid up until again the last couple years um outside of that it was like pre-2010 like when they were winning the cup obviously yeah they won then it went they won it in 07 yep then it went to uh we can shout out tom Tom. i was gonna say (laughs) the same thing oh my god i brought it i brought this up in the last uh podcast which still has i have not dropped yet but (laughs) <laughs> you were texting me where you're like, dude, I love that Tom like was completely wrong. And I, I brought this up on, on the podcast I recorded with him. Just like so wrong. I even told him like, dude, Washington straight up did not win in 2001. They were bad. And in then he starts going backwards and he just rattles off 30 straight years of cup winners. I 30 was... straight. Didn't even like, there wasn't a point up until that last one where he was like, ah, I don't know. It was just like, Boom, 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 boom. I was literally going to say, I already rinsed him for his terrible take on Kirby Doc, so I'm going to leave this one alone, but since you opened it up, yeah, that was hilarious. He was insistent on Washington for, like, five minutes, and then you're like, all right, let's do the cup winners. And he, like, all credit to him, because I can't do that, named them all off, and I'm sitting there laughing going, you were just adamant about the Caps being in that era, and, and they weren't. He just, he just has to go in reverse order. That's what it I loved it. It was great. I cannot do that. I can barely remember like, who won last year. I think I brought it up on that podcast that we were talking about that, like, you and I used to do, like, you would just, like, randomly quiz me on, like, 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 draft, draft, draft picks, picks and shit. Like, yeah. What was the other one? I think we were, we were in Indy, and you're like, all right, we're just going to start talking about, like, point winners and shit. You were, you were much better at – you were better at naming more, but I was better at, like, the random first overalls. Oh, 100%. 100%. Oops. I feel uh, like I could tell you the eh, – I mean, even even me saying this, I don't I, – I'm not yeah, extremely confident. Yeah, don't say confident. it because I'm not going to – yeah. I'm not extremely uh, confident on it, but I feel like we could rattle off the last 10 years of number one overalls at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. Okay, last year, Jack Hughes. Jack. Oh, shit. See, like, that one I don't even remember. The Hughes brother. What? Because uh, Quinn Hughes was the one he that was, was like, second was, like, round. About, right? No, that was Jack Hughes. Quinn Hughes was, like, a second rounder. Went to Michigan. 
how to break out year this year. Last year was Jack, so 2019 was Jack. Yeah, 2018. 2018 was... I don't even fucking know, dude. Darlene. Okay. All right, I'm like... A, uh, 2017 hmm. was... He sure? Yeah, I think it was He sure. Yeah, it was He sure. Uh, 2016... Look at each other. This is a bad podcast. We're just no, looking no, at each other great. like, uh, Tw- I fuck. don't know. Anyways, uh, 2011 was Taylor Hall. Okay, so 2011 was Hall. Who's 12? 12 was Yak. Was 12 Yakupov? Was 12 no. fail for nail? No. Was 10 fail for nail then? No. When did Nail Yakupov get drafted number Tw- one? 12 was, uh, 12 was. When oh, no. Ma- t- 2010 was Taylor Hall. 2011 was, um, Nugent Hopkins. When did McDavid get drafted? 2015. 15? Okay, so 15 was McDavid. Who was 16 then? Is this one we can't figure out? I'm not Googling it. No, not at all. You just you can't Not at typing. all. It was obviously Austin Matthews. How could we forget? <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I don't know how you... Pot. I don't know how you could forget. I didn't forget. This is a Austin podcast. You don't know shit. No, no, no. I I knew it was him. I just and then before that Saturday afternoon, McDavid, Ekblad, uh, McKinnon, Yakupov, Nugent Hopkins. When was Nugent? Taylor Hall, John Tavares. Tavares was on nine. Steven Stamkos, oh, Patrick eight, Kane, Yo, okay. Eric Johnson, Sidney Crosby, Alex Ovechkin, Marc-Andre oh Fleury. I'm still going. I'm sick. Rick Nash. All right. He's just Ilya Kovalchuk. Rick DiPietro. Patrick Stefan. All right. All right. Vincent McCavier. Now we're back to the 1990s. Joe Thornton. We're getting to the point where, like, these are almost our birth years, so... I was five years off. But anyways... I was two years off. Yeah. Austin Matthews, 2016, obviously. Um, Colorado, Dallas. Colorado, 100%. So, I said this earlier. I think Colorado's the best team in the West. I think Dallas is going to win because they know how to win games, and I think Colorado's still learning. Is Dallas up 2-1 right now? They are up 2-1, yes. I still want Colorado to win. Um, Nathan McKinnon is absolutely electric. Uh, Nikita Zadorov. But good thing he's small. That's all I have to say. I mean, like, if you're just going <laughs> to... <laughs> Again, like, it's I, easy can get, I can just get you and Tom on the podcast it's, and it's we can easy, figure this out. It's easy pickings. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Again... In Tom and my defense, I do pretty much uh, everything, and I can't fact-check things. So it is nice when we get our listeners texting us, because that's another thing we dropped uh, on the episode I recorded yesterday with him. We had a bunch of um, Tom's friends texting us things that we just straight up got wrong. So uh, coming from the like quote-unquote uh, normal co-hosts of the podcast. I appreciate all the listeners. This is kind of funny that we actually have people <laughs> texting us shit that's wrong at this point. I didn't know that we were going to have people like listening to our podcast. Like, you guys are so fucking off base. I even said it, again, this is this is undropped as of this point, but like yesterday I was talking with Tom, I was like, I love thinking about like like you, for instance, Alex, just like listening to the podcast and being like, on your on your commute from home, which whether you're driving or not, I know you don't. You you take the you take the L, but like I just see you listening on the L, and be like, 
These guys are so fucking off base. What the fuck are they talking about? Again, Kirby <laughs> Doc was terrible in the restart. That's it. <laughs> uh, who do you think is going to win the Stanley Cup this year? Stanley Cup this and year? And is there an asterisk? Ooh, okay. All right. Coming from a Blackhawks fan who people, I guess I hear enough on, on other podcasts that like the 2013 Stanley Cup because it was a shortened season. I never thought of this because I am a Blackhawks fan, but I guess other people, other fans, might think that it is an asterisk season because it was a shortened season. Jamie Benn had the scoring title that year with like... 63 points in like 72 games or something like that. Was like that below se- a point was, per game? Was that the season he scored like 14, like four goals in the last game of the year? <laughs> what was that the one where he's like, yeah, I'm just gonna like go beast mode and win the Rocket Richard? I don't think he won the Richard. He just won the point total. But I do think he scored like four points the last game of the year to do it. Let me look. He scored. Oh, I lied. He was above a point. Of- no, wait. There no, only... he had 79 points in 81 games. In the lockout season? I thought only 48 games got played in the lockout season. Mm, maybe I looked the wrong year. 2013. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I did look the wrong one. He had 33 points in 41 games. Okay. Um, Personally, I don't think there... I mean, like, I understand people saying there should be an asterisk on this season, but I don't think there should be. Uh, like, these are the playoffs. They're, they did... I think overall the NHL did relatively well with like figuring out like what teams should be in. I of course you do personally. Uh, well, no, personally, I don't think the Hawks should have even had a fucking sniff in it. I'm surprised we even won that random round against the fucking Oilers. But I I, I don't know as though there should be an asterisk on this season. I don't think there should be. Is my um, answer. So I I I agree. I don't think there should be because like th- these are the playoffs, right? I think they. I, I don't know. I don't think there should be. There should be because they. Who the fuck saw any of this happening? Well, it's not even that for me. It's everyone. Every single team had you know what a two and a half three month break. Like any of your injuries, like you're not heading in the playoffs with injuries. Everyone's healthy. Like it's almost harder to win. I think. I agree. Um, and Tom and I have talked about this before where it's like, you know, everybody is at quote unquote the most even playing field because everyone was off for what, two and a half months, three months? Like yeah. So, something in some in the room. Yeah. That, no, in hold round. on. To go back, Jamie Benn won the Art Ross in 14 15 when it was a shortened season. 14 15 was a shortened season? Wasn't it? No, it wasn't. No. 13 was a shortened yeah. season. Yeah. He won that Ross in 14-15. I was off. Was that the year that he came out of nowhere and was just like, fuck it? I think it was. But he definitely had like, like three assists and a goal in the last, last, last game, game of the year. He's like, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to put up a bunch of points. Yeah, no, I, I don't think there should be an asterisk on this year. I think this is a completely legitimate win. It is weird, but it's it's been a full playoffs. They play as much of the year as they could, and... Of course, you're okay with how they figured out teams to get into the. Dude, I don't think they should have. I don't think the Hawks should have even been in the playoffs. I think they should have been purely. No, I think they should have been. I think they should have been. There's no reason they should have even been in the play-in round. That's not true at all. I don't agree with that. I don't think like from a revenue standpoint, that's stupid. Revenue, sure. You just said there's no reason. Okay, well that's a reason. That's why. That's why the Rangers, the Canadians, and the Blackhawks got in is revenue. 
outside of money, there's no reason they should have went in. They should have gotten in. No, but... You and I both know the Blackhawks were low-key a shit team. Well, obviously, they sold at the deadline. Like, there's Where's no... their starting goalie right now? Vegas. <laughs> You know. All right. Well, we can keep going. There, there shouldn't be an asterisk. Did, did, and who do you think? Who do you think's gonna win the Stanley Cup? Who do I think is gonna win the Stanley Cup? As we're watching the Philly New York game, and we're in the middle of the second round. You know, I mean, this might come from the fact that I watched them beat the absolute shit out of the Blackhawks. I think the Vegas Golden Knights are <laughs> one of the better teams. In the NHL, I love, I think, Colorado overall um, is an absolute, like, 14 out of 10. Um, If I had to choose between those two, I would personally like Colorado to go on and win the Stanley Cup if we're talking from the Eastern Conference. No, no, no. I'm talking about who you think is going to win, not who you want to win. Who do you think is going to win? Right now, right this minute, if you had to ask me a gun to my head, I would say Tampa. I think Tampa's. Gonna, I agree. Gonna I think Tampa's cup. going to win. I don't. They're handling Boston after a bad game one. Gun to my head. Yeah, they're handling Boston game one. I think Vegas is too inconsistent. I don't think beating the Blackhawks is that much of a marker. Neither do I. Um. Well, anyway. I agree. No, I completely agree with you. Um, I think I that think, was just like a gimme series. There's I no think reason. Colorado is probably the playing the best, but I think they're going to get beat because hockey is random and Dallas it has enough talent to sneak some games from them. And Hudobin's been playing great. Do you think Boston wins if they have Rask? No. Okay. No. Alright. No. Very very direct. Very Not at all. Point. I think Tampa's got it all. Win. They have experience in the playoffs. They have plenty of talent. They're good on the back end. I mean, look, they've got Ryan McDonough on... Uh, like, they've got Ryan McDonough, who should be a multi-million dollar player on 700000 a year because the Rangers let him go. Like, the, that I, team is deep, and they have a lot of cheap contracts. Like, that team is the complete team. I, aren't they like the Rangers light? I feel like, what, they've got McDonough, they had, uh, do they still, they still have Callahan, right? There were like two or three players I saw on their team, I'm like, aren't those Rangers players? Yeah, but I mean, you got the Hawks sending everyone to Arizona. Okay, you're right. You've got... There was a time, there was a joke that Philadelphia was the Blackhawks light because they had, was it, like, Ronick, Jamnov, and this is years and years and years ago. But they, they, that was, like, a joke that, like, the, the Flyers were Blackhawks light because we were, like, great trade partners. I feel like the Hawks are, like, EuroLeague light. You've got Kubalik, you've got... Gustafson, you've got so many Euro guys. Let's uh, let's finish the the playoffs real fast, and then yeah, we can yeah, jump well, into that. That's fair. Um, yeah, I think Tampa. I want anyone but Boston or Vegas to win, and I think Tampa's going to win. Who's Vancouver's playing? Who? Vegas. Vegas. Okay. What's that series? One one. One one. I wouldn't be totally surprised if. Vancouver came out of that series alive. They could they could steal one. Um, it's not going to be because of their goaltending, but they could steal one. Jacob Markstrom and Thatcher Demko. Demko's sick, but he's not quite a starter yet. But and Ve- I mean Vegas is good. Don't get me wrong, but I I don't want them to win anything, ever. 
That's just because you're a Pacific Division fan. No, it's because I don't want a franchise that's three years old to win a Stanley Cup before my franchise that's 20-whatever years old. When did San Jose come to the league? 93? It's almost 30 years. Yeah, I am aware. I mean, St. Louis just won their first cup, and they've been in the league for almost 60. Yeah, and I don't want to be I don't want to be St. Louis. I understand that. So, there's that. Um, but yeah, no, I, anybody but Vegas or Boston, I think Tampa's going to win. I agree. I lock, really don't, I, really don't I, I don't have a dissenting opinion on that one. I think Tampa, just based off of like everything that I'm looking at, I, I don't see them not winning. Um, quick shout out. This episode is not sponsored by White Claw, but Alex and I are just sipping on a couple of these bad boys. Um, he's bringing a couple of refills here for us. Like I said, um, in all of our previous episodes, we don't have any sponsors, but uh, I just like to shout out random shit that we do enjoy. So, yeah. Also Instagram, because I'm on Instagram. Yeah, you know, we, we try and multitask on this I would podcast. say follow me, but my Instagram's not that cool. It isn't. You don't have Instagram. You're right, I don't, but it's not. Um, okay, what do you want the Hawks to do this offseason? Are they rebuilding? Are they retooling? Are they contenders? Are what, 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 Where do you think they're at, and what do you think they need to do? Uh, they're rebuilders, hardcore. Hardcore, okay. I, is Colleton the coach? No. Or no? No. I don't think so. I think that's one of those, like, uh, he was shoved into an extremely shitty situation. I don't know. Like, I think he is doing a semi-adequate job considering everything that's that he's been thrust into. Um, I'm sure a lot of Blackhawks fans are going to disagree with me, but... I don't think he's done absolutely shit as a, like, 30-something-year-old when you have players that are, like, your same age. I don't know how that is to actually coach them. So, like, the fuck are you supposed to do with that? I don't think he's our coach of the future, um, but I don't necessarily hold any ill will toward him. So, Colton's not the coach. The Hawks need to rebuild. Is Patty Kane untouchable? <sighs> like, as a Blackhawks fan, I say yeah, but... As Okay, as, like, someone who is looking back on the past three Stanley Cups and or the past three Blackhawks Stanley Cups and just everything that Kane and Taves have brought to the Blackhawks, I would love both of them to retire as Blackhawks. But part of me knows that that might just not happen, given the fact that this is a business and at the end of the day, all the teams are interested in putting the best fucking product forward and trying to make the most money. I want to say he's untouchable, um, but like at the end of the day, if the right offer comes through, I don't think anybody is truly untouchable. Well, no, obviously not. But is he untouchable realistically? Like, what's a? Could you create a scenario where or a, a trade offer that would make sense that you think would be fair? Off the top of my head, no. And I don't want to hear McDavid and Drysaddle for <laughs> Kane, so don't even try. Off the top of my head, no. Because I don't know as though anybody would realistically want Kane at his age and at his cap hit. And just given the fact that I personally think, even though he's been uh, progressing, you know, pretty much since the Hawks won the Cup in 15, I think he's got honestly gotten better every year after that one. Um, Has he? 
I think so. His point totals have gone up. He's he won the Art Ross and what was it, sixteen? Does he win the? Does he his point totals go up because he's the only one of the only people who can put up points? I don't know. I'm just asking the question. I don't think so. Um, I, I, I'm gonna say no to that one. Um, I think, like I said, overall he's gotten better since we won the cup in 15. So I think his stock has gone up, but I still think that's a really hard sell because he's what 30, what is it? will be 32 One, this year. 32, 31, 32. Something like that. Um, he's got a couple years left on his eight year deal at 10 and a half million. So what I, you're telling I, me I is, think it's hard is he's, to swing him. I he's think it's not hard untouchable, to but he's untradeable. Probably. He's I think, not. I think like, you know. In, you would potentially, but you don't see a scenario where a team would offer something that would make sense. Correct. Fair enough. That's. I think that's where it's at. What about, think, ta- what about Taves? I think, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change that narrative just for a quick second. I feel like if anybody would get traded, anybody, and this is just like based off of, I guess, probably recency bias, I feel like there's... In my in my personal head, this is this is Anthony's head, Tony's head. I feel like there's some sort of deal that possibly could be made with Toronto and Duncan Keith. I feel like Toronto would be like, this yeah, is we, not an answer to my we question. need a veteran back back end. I don't know. I don't think Taves. I, again, I think Taves is one of those players that is not untouchable, but potentially untradeable. I don't think his production warrants the cap hit that he has. I think that overall, obviously, like he's the captain, and that's stuff that should be accounted for. But I don't think ten and a half million is worth what Taves brings to the table via strictly production. And I don't know as though other teams are going to want to pay for that kind of thing. So again, I think he's not untouchable, but I feel as though he's untradeable. I disagree. I think Taves. It would not surprise me if Taves is not a Blackhawk in two years. Uh, I think regardless of his salary, I think the Hawks will retain some and try and get some assets back. I think as great as Taves is, and I love him as a player, I think to an extent, especially comparatively to Patty Kane, he's more of a replaceable player. And uh, I I think Taves is somebody they should look at trading. I don't disagree. I think you could find something there. And they might have to retain salary, but I think that's if you're gonna rebuild, I think that's might be where you might want to start at least having conversations. But so rebuild, you don't think either of those two are tradable? I I can see the argument for both completely. Um, so what 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 do the Hawks do, and what does Bowman do? Um. I mean, my problem is, as a Blackhawks fan, it's like we saw the last, you know, overall, outside of like the last three years, you know, they, they had that extremely crazy run from 10 to 15 where you could argue they're a modern dynasty. I understand that Pittsburgh won two cups in a row, but I it's like, I feel like it's either dynasty or bust for things right now. I think it's just a complete rebuild. I think you try and use what you can, but it, these next couple of years are going to be pretty bare bones. Again, like I'm surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm 
pleasantly confused, let's say, that they, they made it into the qualifier round, and I know it was strictly money, but I, I don't think they had any reason talent-wise to even be in this like play-in round that they beat uh, Edmonton in. So I think it's a complete rebuild. I feel like we should just kind of strip it down, retool. If you ask me um, as a non-like Blackhawks fan, as a non-like meatball head type idea, like Canyon Taves are sweet, um, you explore those options. You see if you can get potentially anything for like anybody else. So like Keith, I think, would be the only other player that you could try and argue that has some sort of semblance of like the quote-unquote dynasty uh, what's the word, like, aura to him. I think those three players, I don't think anybody's untouchable, let me put it that way. I think they they really need to retool the back end. We don't have any goalies. <laughs> like, Crawford and Subban are both coming up to be re-signed. I wouldn't love if we re-signed Crawford, and I talked about this on the last podcast with Tom. I don't think it would be amazeballs if we re-signed Crawford because he's on, again, I also think he's on the back nine. He has a lot of, he's had a lot of concussion issues as of recent. And we just don't have anybody in the pipeline that's going to be able to take over this, like, bona fide number one starter position. So, goaltending's going to suck ass. We traded Yoki Haru. We only have... Uh, but you got Nylander. Yeah, okay, great. Sure, Nylander, fucking third line And you player. have Boquist and what was that other dude's name? Bodan. Bokus and Bodan, I think, are the two players. Yeah, like, why would you like not want to keep a, you know, a bona fide... NHL defender who's 21, I think, on a cheap deal. Like, why? That's fine. I guess, like, if you're asking me if we're going to contend, obviously not. The next two, three years, I don't think we're going to contend. No, I'm just... Oh, that's a terrible goal. Um, I'm just bringing up the fact that uh, you were kind of okay with the trade when it happened, Yoki Haru for Nylander, and uh, I think that was not a good trade. Hindsight's twenty twenty. It wasn't hindsight when I said Yoki Haru for Nylander was a terrible trade. I was hoping Nylander was going to come out of his, whatever shell he had, <laughs> but it didn't happen. The so, career AHLer who was not great in the AHL was suddenly going to be great at, in the NHL with the Hawks. Love it. Sometimes, um, sometimes so you need to change the scenery. Who knows? So w- what do you want Bowman to do? Or what would you do if you were Bowman? I agree with the things you're saying, but what would you actually do? Who do you want to trade for? Who do you want to trade with? Where does it make sense? What do we want to do? Uh, um, come back to me on that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, on, I'm sorry. I haven't get, I, I don't know. Well, we're on the Blackhawks part of the, the, the recording, so I don't know. Should we skip and then come back? Yeah, come back to me. Okay. Yeah, no, just come well, back to me. We'll talk about you now. Okay, then I guess we got to transition, so now you get to ask the questions. So Alex is a Sharks fan. Talk to me about the Sharks. Give me the, the basic once-over of their situation. Martin Jones is terrible. We have no cap space. Um, we have two elite defenders who can't play together, and we have no bottom six. Who are the elite defenders? Uh, if you don't know, you don't watch hockey, but it's uh, one guy named Brent Burns. Oh, that um, guy. And then another Chewbacca? guy named Eric Carlson. Um, Let me – I'm going to rewind Go for it. just a minute. I want your take – on that Eric Carlson trade. Still a big fan. I hope we uh, we need to trade Brent Burns and keep Eric Carlson. Eric Carlson is um, not as bad as I think a lot of people would like to say. Uh, I'm not saying he's had a great one and a half years in San Jose, but um, I think that he hasn't been utilized to the way he needs to be, and I think part of that is because we have two offensive, elite offensive defensemen who need the puck. 
Um, it sucks that we gave up Josh Norris for Eric Carlson because we need centers right now and right-hand shots. Um, and he led the AHL in points this last year or was top five, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but no one really watches the AHL. Um, but he's a great player. Um, but I'm a big fan still. Um, I'm a big, big fan of Eric Carlson, and I was extremely happy we resigned him. What's his deal again? Do you, what, I don't know. Seven years, eleven million. I don't tw- eleven and a half, something like that. I don't recall. You're happy with that? Yes. All right. Hundred percent. Isn't he like twenty nine? Isn't he not? So we talked about degeneration, and where Eric Carlson excels is a his vision. He's a creative guy. He knows how to break out of his own zone, and he knows how to throw long passes and his skating ability. Don't you he think, might get do you think, go ahead. Sorry, he might get slower. But his edge work, his knowing the game, his seeing the game, his throwing passes, like that's never going away. And he's an elite skater. You don't go from elite skater to, okay, now you're old, you're the worst skater in the league. You go from, oh, you're an elite skater to, guess what? Patrick Marlowe is still a great skater, and he's what? Drafted in 98? Oh, Carlson was mad, like, what, it was third round, fourth round? Well, no, I'm just saying, not even even where you got drafted. My point being that we, people in general act like, oh, you know, he's old, he's gonna, you know, Eric Carlson is good because Eric Carlson's one of the best skaters in the league. And I'm not saying the fastest, necessarily. He is very fast, but he's one of the best skaters in the league. Patrick Marlowe, when he came in the league, was one of the best skaters in the league. He still is a great skater. He's still an average to above average skater at 40. I feel like I've always had this argument with the Brinkett, and he's only been in the league for like three or four years. It's it, I, I'll agree with you. I, I understand what you're talking about, where it's like he isn't the most skilled or the most, like he, he's not obviously Connor McDavid. No one's Connor McDavid, but I'm using that as kind of like the idea of like, oh, he's the next great talent. Uh, the was never, you know, you're like, oh, he's like five foot six on a fucking good day, which I find funny that they, they have this thing higher. But, like, yeah, I agree, where it's, like, his vision and, and the other things that he brings to the table the things make that they, up for, like, the sheer fact that he's just not super fast. The things that they're good at don't go with age. They outweigh, they, yeah, okay. Brent Burns is great, or has been great, because he's bigger than everybody. Not because of his beard? That's absolutely part of it. But he's also bigger than everybody. And when you get older, your strength goes down. It's harder to keep that. It's the same thing with Joe Thornton. Joe Thornton's still a good player because he was elite. He was one of the best players in the NHL at one point. And so, yeah, falling from that's a lot better than falling from, you look at Michael Grabner to, to take it to skating, right, like with Eric Carlson. Grabner has been one of the best skaters in the league, but he was never elite. He was a great skater, but everything else was not good. So he deteriorated fast. Eric Carlson is elite, no matter what anyone wants to try and say. Dude has been a Norris candidate for so long. He will still be, a, at worst, an average NHL skater. You know even who I just thought of with, with, with everything that you just said? Carl Haglin. I love Carl Haglin. He's... He's hilarious. I love Carl him. Haglin, to me, is exactly what you just described, where you're like, eh, like he can skate. But outside that, like, can he do shit? Like, I don't know. No, absolutely not. He scores all of his goals from the crease. (laughs) He scores all his goals because Crosby is fucking feeding him points. He beats everybody to the crease and then taps it in. Um, But, yeah, no, Carlson, big, big fan. Um, As far as what I want the Sharks to do, we can't can't 
rebuild. We can't go through a true rebuild. We have no assets. We have nothing. We've traded away all of our first round picks. Um, you told me that San Jose though likes to not. Re- I, mm. They don't use the draft as much as they use their trade ability. We have use like um, their their scouting in in Europe and shit, right? You we haven't, but look what it's done for us this year. That's the problem. I feel like, uh, I, to be completely honest, I think overall in the NHL now you need to have strong drafting. It's not a new thing, but my what I'm saying is that like you look at our bottom six, most of them we didn't draft. Yeah. You look at our AHL and our AHL history recently, we haven't really brought anyone up. You look at Tampa, Yanni Gord, um, Andre Palat, Tyler Johnson, all these guys played in Syracuse. These are all guys that played in the AHL and then signed a cheap deal. We, do you think that's anything to do with the fact that Iserman came from Detroit and that's the shit that the Detroit always used to do? They no, always used Detroit to foster, They always used to foster Euros. their players hardcore in the AHL, though, too. No, I don't think so because it happened before Eisenman was there. All right. Um, but anyway, no, I a big fan of Carlson. We we can't completely rebuild because we have no assets to trade. Is it we can't, or Joe? Do you guys have Marlow back? He's uh in. He finished the year with Pittsburgh. He's unrestricted. Unrestricted, and Joe Thornton's also unrestricted, right? Joe, well, yeah, Joe's been older signing one-year deals. Yeah, they both have been. Yeah. Do you think they sign resign Joe? Uh, Patrick Marlowe is coming back. Joe Thornton. Um, Do you want that? Do you want Marlowe and Thornton back? Yes. Is that a nostalgia boner or is that like... No, it's a... I think those are two of the best guys to learn from for the young kids. Do you think that makes more sense, though, for them to quote-unquote be coaches, though? Moved into the coaching range? Do you think they still... No, they both can still play. All right. I think what we need to do... My, like, big trade is I think we need to swing Brent Burns to Toronto. You think they're going to take him? I think we need to trade Brent Burns for to Toronto for Janssen and Kerfoot. Okay. Um, that gets us a right-hand shot in Kerfoot, and it gets us a bottom six in Janssen. How do you figure out the cap, though? Because isn't Toronto also the So Janssen's 3.6. And okay. Kerfoot's two point something. Okay, so give or take six million, let's say. Yeah. 5. So you're. 5, yeah. Million. So you've got, and they're gonna do. They're gonna work more. And what's Brent Burns' contract at? I couldn't tell you. Look it up on your laptop. <laughs> I could. I'm gonna guess around eight. All right. Uh, so that would work. That would make sense because isn't you said San Jose is also up against the cap, right? Oh yeah, we have, we have no cap space. Um. That would be ideal. We need, and from what I've seen from a lot of the Sharks insiders, is Burns is the guy who they're trying to flip. Um, I would love to sign, resign Stefan Nason. Um, he was great. Um, the the problem is we just don't have any prospects. Um, we're gonna have to. We're going to have to... The best we can do for a rebuild slash retool is we're going to have to flip some guys that we maybe don't want to flip. And uh, I was right. Brent Burns is signed through 24-25 for $8 million. Um, we're going to have to flip them for some middling guys to be okay. Um, Vlasic is the other guy. Um, Vlasic Pickle. So Montreal apparently wanted him last year. Um, I would love to move him for a Domi, who's apparently rumored to be on the block 
Um, or even just some picks. But we're going to have to figure out these no-move and no-trade clauses. Yeah, at least um, half your fucking team is in on no-move clauses. Uh, you say that, but Martin Jones, Eric Carlson, Brent Burns, Mark Edward Vlasic, uh, and who's Logan your guys' Couture, GM? Evander is Doug Wilson Kane still the GM? And um, Joe Thornton are all on some sort of trade protection. But Joe Thornton's deal ends at the end of the year. But we can't trade him during the year because he's 35-plus. Okay. He has to agree. And what, Doug Wilson is your guys' GM? Correct. That's interesting. Just recently inducted into the Hall of Fame, Doug Wilson. Um, yeah. Uh, Timo Meyer needs to uh, continue his play. Um, Leon Bergman, we signed him. He's a Euro, uh, came from the Dell, I believe. Um, had a great year this year. Yoel Kelman had a pretty decent year. Kevin LeBanc was terrible. Thank God we only signed him to a two-year deal. Um, bridge deal. Uh, Noah Gregor looked good. Um, I really like Stefan Nason. We're going to get a little bit of cap space just because, you know, I'm not sure we're going to re-sign Antti Suomela. Um, I think we'll probably try and s- trade Marcus Sorensen. He's only a million and a half. Um, next year's his last year on his deal. Um, the problem just being, honestly, Burns and Vlasic. If we can move them, um, that's going to be the biggest key for us. Yes. It's, uh... How do you think the Sharks are going to do next year? Let's put it that way. I couldn't tell you because it's too early. We're gonna we're gonna move some pieces. We're gonna you know we're gonna move some stuff around. We've got um, some. We've got a couple good prospects. We've got Ryan Merkley out of the OHL, offensive defenseman, where I think he could step in next year. We signed um, Brent Pashanuk out of Arizona State. Um, for your guide, Arizona State was one of the top defensemen in Division One hockey last year. Um, he could step right in. Um, but it's gonna con- it's gonna be whether we can move Burns and Vlasic. Um, Do you and think I you thi- can move Burns or Vlasic? To think be you honest, I, them? I think if I think because of the year we had this year, yeah, Toronto's gonna eat that shit. Because oh. every every guy wants to win the cup. You don't go to the NHL to not win the cup. And <laughs> eh, fuck it, I just want to make some money. We're not gonna make. I mean, would I be happy? Obviously, I don't think we're gonna contend. I think we'll. I I think we'll make the playoffs next year. I don't think we're gonna have a year like this year again. Um. So I think the no move, no trade. It's just a matter of. I think Burns is an easier move. I think we'll probably have Vlasic. I I don't think we'll have Burns next year. That'd be nice. I mean, that would definitely be uh, a boon for the team. Can you do me a favor and pull up the Blackhawks cap now? So this year, final cap hit of $82.5 million roughly. Cap space was 175000 or 1.2 mil in long-term IR used. So I think, I mean, in a perfect world, the Blackhawks move Seabrook's contract. Good. I don't think it's doable in a perfect world. If you're asking me, though, we try and move him literally anywhere. It's not going to happen, so that's unfortunate. We have to kind of think realistic. I think if we get offers for Kane or Taves 
or fucking and again, like, Kirby Doc. Fun fact: met Matt Highmore's mom once. She banks. He banks with us. That's interesting. Yeah, the bank that we both work. At. I just saw his name on the list. That's so funny. That's why I said that. Um, I mean, I if you ask me personally, I wouldn't mind dealing. You know, Kane, Taves, Keith, any of those uh, quote unquote untouchables that were part of the the hardcore core. What about Sod and Shaw? Okay, Sod, I feel feel like he should have been jettisoned into the fucking sun two years ago. Um, in hindsight, that okay. So like we talked about, Tom and I talked about this on the podcast that still hasn't been released yet. But I was like, that was kind of the beginning of the downfall for for Bowman. I think that was really the trade that fucked shit up hardcore. Um, even like going into that year when we traded Panarin for Sod in that very first game, I remember we shellacked the shit out of the Penguins 10 to 1. I was like, all right, cool. We're going to fucking crush it. And then he didn't do shit the rest of the year. And then the next year, he also sucked ass. And I was like, well, that's enough to really kind of change my mind as far as like, dude, this this just this trade just didn't work. And that's where everything kind of fell off the rails. And he was still on the fucking cap for what? He's still on our, he's still on our payroll for another two years, right? Who? Uh, Saad. Uh, no. 20, at the end of next season, he is a UFA. So what, this year or next year then? Two years? Three years? I mean, two, two, guys, the season's done, so next year. Okay, yeah, the COVID shit's all fucking me up. Anyway. His, his contract expires next summer. Okay, so I think that was kind of the beginning of the downfall for Bowman. I got a great trade. Yeah? Great trade. Yeah, I'm listening. Okay. The Hawks send Ryan Carpenter. Okay. Uh, Ryan Carpenter and I'm not going to get too greedy here. Uh, let's say Slater Cuckoo for Brent Burns. Who was the first one again? I'm sorry. Ryan Carpenter. No, you know what? Actually, scratch that. Alex Debrinkit <laughs> and Patty Kane. Slater Cuckoo for Brent Burns. How old is Burns? doesn't matter. No, it does. No, it, it really doesn't. It does. It really doesn't. Um, I mean, I need to see his age to really sign off on a trade like that. You know, it's me saying that I'm actually the fucking GM of the Blackhawks. I don't think that would be something completely ass for the Blackhawks, because our, our back end also sucks major dong, but... Um, I don't know as though I would want someone that's also on the back nine. Like, I feel like that's kind of been one of those weird things that the Hawks have just been doing. They've been kind of, like, trying to chase. Realistically, like, we won Cups in 10, 13, and 15, but... 35. He's 35 years old. You want to trade me a 35-year-old for a defenseman that's, like, a bottom six in Alexander Debrinkit? Did you just say Brent Burns is a bottom six? No, no, no. Slater Cuckoo is... Barely a bottom six. That's what I'm saying. Bo- like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just throwing him in because I think he might be decent. He's better than what we got at our third line D. And uh, to bring it kind of, you know, he's winning the spot for the Sharks. I oh, I forgot also. Uh, first round pick. Yeah, no, that's not happening. <laughs> while think, we're at it. Um, I would say no. I would say no to While that. we're at it, uh, how about Boquist? Yeah. So, you know what? Fuck it. Sign it right now. All right. I'm down. Um, no, I don't think I would go for that one, to be completely honest. I mean, Bowman did trade... Nealander, or, uh... Yoki Haru for Nealander, and, what, like, a third-round pick or some shit? So... That's ridiculous. 
Um, I think I'm not far off when it comes to Hey, like, if you want to call Bowman up, but I'm not Bowman. So I think I would veto that. If you got his number, I will call him now. I don't, unfortunately. I, I don't make enough money to, to be in that circle. Well, I don't, I don't think either of us. Do. Not happening. No, that one's a negatory, sir. I tried. What else you got? Um, that was the most realistic one I got. I the first one. I feel like we're we're gonna resign Crawford uh, okay. at some stupid uh, ass deal. Kajula, resign Crawford. Kajula and um, Kubalik for Vlasic. How old's Vlasic? Thirty-three. We're talking a little bit more there. Which is funny because you sure, know if you're I'm the Hawks, sure. if anybody's if anybody's close to no, if anybody's close to not untouchable, it's Kubalik. I feel like Kubalik's gone after this year. He's a 24 year old rookie, right? Like, is he an RFA? Do we even have? His he's legs? 25 and he's an RFA. And if you let Kubalik walk after letting Panarin walk, well, obviously not walk, but trade, but like. I don't think Kubalik is as good as Panarin. I feel like Kubalik no, he's is more, not. But Kubalik is more a product of his line mates than Panarin was. That's the most ridiculous statement I've heard since Kirby Doc had a great restart. Really, you think? Yeah, I just pulled that card again. But yes, I do. I think he's more of a product of his line mates than Panarin was. I disagree. I think Kubalik is good, but I don't. I think you're giving. Him oh yeah, comparing him to Panarin, but I I think Kubalik is unreal, and I think the Hawks should be stupid the, not to retain him. I can understand where you're coming at, where you're coming from with that, um, but personally, I still feel it was like I think he's a replaceable player. I don't know as though he he hasn't really shown anything to me personally. And I'm like, holy fuck, we gotta resign that. You also agreed that Kirby Doc had a good restart, so I'm just yeah, throwing that out there. Yeah. What is that? The fifth time I brought that up. Probably still upset. I know you are. So why don't uh, you get let's one? see. Why don't he you had get 46 points in 68 games played in his rookie year with 30 goals. He had 8 points in 9 playoff games. Yeah, that's that you're right. Terrible. I didn't say it's terrible. What we should do is uh, let him walk and send him to San Jose. I feel like it's kind of like the Crosby type feel. Like Jake Gensel. Do you think Jake Gensel is a top tier player? I think that Kubelik is a much better player than Jake Gensel. I'm I'm saying though, do you think that Gensel got fucking carried that's with a, that's a poor analogy? Yes, I do think Gensel got carried, and I do think Kubalik, compared to Panarin, is much more carried by his line mates. But that's like saying, do you think that? Uh, do you think that? I'm trying to think of a player like. I feel like it's the same argument with Debrinket. I think Debrinket's a fine player, but I don't know as though he's as good as everyone say he is. I think he's a, a product of the fact that he's been able to play with Kane and his buddy Strom for a while. I think he's more necessary. I don't, I don't think he's. But I, 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 think I don't. He's talented, and I think he can see the game very well, which is fine. But I think at the end of the day, he's more a product of the linemates that he plays with. Kubalik has an elite shot, and he knows how to get to scoring places, and he's shown that in his first year. And I think to say that you would be okay with him walking would be absolutely silly. Um, I agree with Debrinket. I think he's a very good player. I, but I think Kubalik, out of the quote unquote prospects on the Blackhawks, I think Kubalik has the most upside. Kubalik is unreal. He knows how to get to scoring chances or scoring locations rather, and he has an elite shot. When we were at that game this year, and he scored a one timer, uh, that was. Probably the sickest laser I've ever seen. 
I'll give you that. Okay. I mean, you know, you, you've given me enough uh, support for your argument. I'll give you that one. I, I guess I, I don't... I, I'm, I'm not saying he's ever going to be as good as Panarin. I think it would be silly to let him walk. I think he's a bona fide top six winger. What would and you yes. pay him? Let's put it... Let's, what would you pay him? If you're Bowman or if you're a GM, you're a GM and you have him on the roster... What would you try and resign him at? Given that the fact the cap is staying flat, and we have no fucking idea what's going to go on next year either, what would you try and sign him at? I would, I would give him. Okay, I'm going to assume we're not dealing with a pandemic and no idea with finances because I think that's going to change the market. I think every player like Kubalik, they're going to. I think a lot more players are going to take bridge deals that need them this year because they're going to say, you know what, cap is flat, I'll take a little bit less, I'm still an RFA or a UFA, and, but then in a couple years when I can sign something big, I will. I think bridge deals bridge deals are going to be um, more common this offseason and next. I think, but if it wasn't that case, um, I, I think you could probably lock him up for probably six and a half a year for probably five years. Six and a half, seven. I think after two years of being in North America, assuming he puts up another thirty goals, I think six and a half. You're you're probably pretty good. And, and again, assuming non-COVID cap staying flat, I think that's a pretty good deal. Again, I for a top six winger. I agree with you. I think top six, six scoring winger I who's that... responsible. He looked good in the playoffs on the penalty kill. He looked responsible in his end, and he. He he played both ends well, and he he has an elite shot. I'll agree with you on that. I think if it's at six and a half, it's something that's that can that can be explored. Anything over that, I'm like, eh. But yeah, fact, I would, but I, also I, the fact is like Bowman's probably like, yeah, fuck it, full no move clause for eight years. <laughs> like, fuck oh it. yeah, he's guaranteed a full no. I, I feel like it's just one of those things where at this point Bowman's just like, hey, like it's a given we're going to give you a full no move clause when we try and sign you to the Chicago Blackhawks. I I'm not trying to say that I that that Kubelik is Panarin or anything like that, but I do think of all the players, Kubelik is who the Hawks need to retain. I'll agree with that. I, over, I, over anyone else, because we already have Saad, or uh, not Saad, we already have Dabrinkit signed, and I feel like, again, I don't know as though Dabrinkit's talent He's a good player. He's a very good balls. player. I think he sees the game extremely well, and he do, it does help that he's playing with Kane. I think he's a very good player. And and I think that's a legitimate thing. Like I, There are players that play better with elite players, and there's nothing wrong with that. Because it takes a certain type of player to complement a Patrick Kane, a Sidney Crosby, an Alex Ovechkin. Like, it takes... Like, it... Yeah, those guys make everyone better, and that's that's a given but but if you're if to equate it to beer league if you're an a league player and you're playing with someone that's a d level player like yeah you're gonna make them better but it's you're not gonna play your best that's true yeah it'd be like, yeah i mean you yeah. can call right. you that's why gensel i think is so valuable i do think you can say oh he's overrated but i think i think that and he is but i think that that's still he's still extremely valuable to Sidney Crosby. I would say yeah. That's why Jack the, Johnson has a mm, contract. He's the puzzle piece that makes sense with the star player. Is what you're saying, right? Like it, yeah, he's so that like, blank. Like he's what, that blank Gensel, puzzle piece. Even with he's that blank he's puzzle piece. Anymore. Or I mean, blank like the plain puzzle piece that fits in the corner that they had to do because it was the sky. 
but yeah. it still fits the puzzle and it completes it, but it's not adding anything necessarily. Gensel's a great a good player. Not great. He's a good player. But not everyone can play with those elite talent people. I agree with that. No, I I, I, I definitely do agree with that because see be being able to be a Blackhawks fan and seeing as many players as we've had try and work with Kane and Taves for that matter. Like there it was it was Taves and Hosa and Sharp for like twenty ten and twenty thirteen and then pretty much after that kind of everything kinda of fell off the rails. So I, I agree with you that there are players that work well with the stars. Yeah. Um, and I agree with you that Debrinket is one of those players, and same thing with Gensel. It's one of those weird, unfortunate moments where you're like, yeah, I'm going to go get paid. But Gensel, those... Gensel went and got paid with, right. with Nashville. Or whoever. <laughs> but that's, and that's like... the problem is, like, you look at Debrinket, he's going to get paid later in his career because he's going to have good years with elite players. He's going to go to another team, and he's going to be okay. He's not going to be terrible. But he's gonna be okay. But he's not gonna perform to those levels. And everyone's gonna be like, "Yeah, he was ter- He was overrated. He wasn't good." No, he just needs someone to drive the play. Some guys can carry the puck into the zone every every possession, and some guys sit at the top of the circles and crank one timers and score fifty eight goals a year, like Alex Ovechkin. It's true. Or uh, Stamkos. Or Stamkos, exactly. Yeah. Or Sagan, another big one. Oh God, dude, Sagan can't was- can't drive his own line, but. God, is he a great scorer. Sagan was one of my pipe dreams a couple of years ago when he was, uh, I love was still a UFA. And then fucking Dallas signed him. I was like, man, it, in, a, in a perfect world, the Hawks get the number one overall pick, get Jack Hughes and fucking sign Sagan. It obviously didn't happen, but that was definitely one of my one of my Blackhawks pipe dreams there. But I think Kubelik's sick, and uh, if you don't want him, we'll take him. Yeah, I mean, just, just call it Bowman. We'll figure it out. I'll just head down to Fifth Third tomorrow. We're good. I've act- we've actually seen. Have you've seen him, right? We've, I have. We've both, we've both a couple seen times. him at that fucking ring. It's kind of funny. You're like, ah, hey, that's the guy. You're an idiot. I mean, what? Um, let's see. I don't know. That's like all we we're gonna talk about, unless you have anything else. I don't really have much else. Um, I, I feel like I didn't do my part with the Blackhawks as far as like what I want. Um. Well, like I said, in a perfect world, I don't think we re-sign Crawford, even though I feel like we're going to. Um, when is he up? Oh, he's up. They're both up this summer. I didn't realize. Um, I I feel like you're gonna sh- re-sign him because who else do you sign? No one else is. Braden Holby. The only other thing, Holby, or you Leonard. try and trade for Flurry. Leonard's. No, Leonard's they're keeping Leonard. There. You think they're gonna keep Leonard? DeBoer has did you okay, did you see what Leonard or uh Flurry's agent, agent tweeted? Yeah, yeah, Flurry's out that. of that's Vegas. Ridiculous. He's out of Vegas. Um I mean I well that's a, again, this is uh, as of right now, this is an unaired podcast between Tom and I because I we talked about that also. It's like who do you want? I'm like, Well, I don't really really want us to Oh, reset. I I want Vasilevsky. I don't really know. That, that's that. a Hawks homer take. No, I didn't say that. I because I wrote out an outline. I was like, well, there's we could resign Crawford. There's Holpe. There's Leonard's technically a UFA. And then after that, it's like uh, Cam Talbot, Al Montoya. Uh, <laughs> who did Al I Montoya. see? Uh, someone on the Sharks Reddit said uh, some ridiculous. Let me pull this up. And I was like, that's just not okay. Um, give me a second here. It was.
Oh, Laurent Brassard, who got kicked out in Edmonton by uh, Koskinen, who played in Europe and had like three decent games in the NHL, and uh, Mike Smith. <laughs> and someone was like, should we sign Laurent Brassard on the Sharks subreddit? And I wanted to be like, you're an idiot. Uh, absolutely not. Again, same thing. Like even you know who Crawford. you go after. I know is, we're going to uh, Crawford, but you've I don't got, want them to. You've got the, who need who's going to get moved is Jarcy uh, uh, Kemper on Tiranta. One of those two are going to get moved. Dude, I totally forgot about Antiranta. He had a solid ass year in. Uh, They're both in Arizona. Arizona. Arizona was it Darcy? Kem- you said Darcy Kemper and Antiranta. Yeah. I remember when Darcy Kemper was still up and coming with the Wild. Yeah, so... And Dubnik kept beating him out. So, I have family that lives in Arizona, so I've been to a couple uh, Coyotes games in my life, and uh, I actually texted a couple of my Sharks buddies, and I'm like, we need to trade for Darcy Kemper, because I watched him play, and just the way he moved through the net, the way he saw the puck, I was like, we need to get him. And then a year later... He was great. I also said the year before we needed Dubnik, and that was the year Dubnik was unreal for Antle- er, for Arizona, and they traded him to Minnesota. Dude, Dubnik's like whole trajectory is kind of crazy. Ranta and Kemper are both four and a half mil, and they're both really? legitimate starting goaltenders. That's crazy. I'm just throwing this out there. Doug Wilson, if you're listening, um, Martin Jones and Brent Burns for Darcy will go on Ranta because shorter contract, a year older. Um, and who do we? I don't like any of them. Uh, who do I like here? Uh, Christian Dvorak. That's who I want. That dude is unreal. And Christian Fisher. Both those dudes are sick. Underrated in Arizona. Arizona's one of those really weird teams where you're like, man, like they, they have the makings of a, a pretty solid team, but then they get into the playoffs and you're like, oh yeah, they're not that good. Or like they just don't, the puzzle pieces just don't make sense. Like, I, I don't know, Arizona... Fisher played here. With? Mission. Oh shit, for real? I didn't know that. I'm looking at his stuff right now. He was... Uh, Mission Bantam Minor Double A or Triple A, sorry. Uh, Mission Bantam Major Triple A, U sixteens. Then he went to the US and TDP. Honestly, didn't know Fisher was American. Me either. I thought he was Canadian. I thought he was Swiss. Really? So I'm or sorry, Danish. That's ah, what I thought. Okay. So I was way off. That's not one that ever popped in my mind. Well, never <laughs> thought Danish. Pretty much thinking like American or Canadian, maybe Swedish. But I know Swedish last names. I have, I have a decent inkling of Swedish last names. Yeah. Uh, Brent Burns, Martin Jones for Christian Fisher, Christian Dvorak, and uh, Martin Jones. Ron Wilson, make it happen. There you go. You got it. What else you got? Islanders are up 3-1. Uh, they're on their power play. I bet it's 4-1 by the end of the power play. All right. Let's see it. They're 1-1 one for one on the power play with one shot feeling pretty good you have any other moves you want the sharks to make or look into i have plenty um none of them are realistic 
fuck it. Like, I got nothing but time. Uh, we, still have, we still have 15 minutes left in this third period, so... Let me know. pull up the roster real quick. We've been um, going for an hour and 15 already, so that's I'm trying to think of who I really, really want, to be honest. Oh, uh, I know... So Vlasic has no move clause. Uh, I I would hope he would go to Montreal. He's from Montreal. Talk to me. I would either want Domi and or Drouin. Talk to me a little bit about your decor because I don't know a whole shitload about San Jose. Everything I know is from you. So you're telling me that Carlson you think should have a bounce back year, no matter what. Like at the end of the day, he still has the vision um, to be able to be a a, a, a top two player. Um, Outside of that. You have Burns, Burns. Vlasic, Tim Heed, who's a career AHLer, who he could be a he could be a bottom uh, a bottom line guy. Um, Mario Ferraro played at UMass Lowell with Kale McCarr. Is that Ray Ferraro's kid? I don't think so. All right. Um, was a D partner with uh, Kale McCarr at UMass Lowell, I believe. Kale McCarr. Yeah. Um, had a great year this year. Um, a little up and down, a little up and down. Um, but overall, for his first year playing uh, professional hockey, he he looked good. Um, we Jacob Middleton, um, twenty four year old, only know that because I'm looking at cap friendly. Um, solid is upsides maybe a top four D man. Don't think he'll get there. Um, Brandon Davidson, we got him in a trade with Calgary. He was a toss-in in case we needed depth of someone who's played some professional hockey. He's nothing. Um, Radim Shemek, uh, we signed him out of the Czech Republic. Um, not this last year, the year before. Uh, was paired with Burns all year and uh, was a great pairing. Uh, Burns played really well. Shemek is, is more of a, is closer to a stay-home D-man, which really complimented Burns really well. Um, he moved the puck pretty well, well enough. Um, did not have a good year this year, but also tore his ACL at the end of two seasons ago. So, um, coming off an injury, he was okay. I, he wasn't as good as you would have hoped as a Sharks fan. Um, we have Ryan Merkley. Um, Let me ask you just Which I've got some inside uh, information on, but... Oh, we can get to that in a second. Let me just ask you a general overarching question. When players have injuries... Do you still want to try and take a flyer on them and figure out like post injury? Yeah, hundred. Oh, it depends on what it is. It, like like that ACL tear. Something yeah, hundred percent. Like, I tore my ACL and I'm I still tear up the beer league in Chicago and the adult league soccer. So I mean, like, yeah, oh, obviously man, I'm oh, taking man, a flyer oh. on a fucking ACL tear. Come on. <laughs> Fuck it. What do we? I don't even know what league we play in. We're gonna talk about. Uh, we are. Uh, well, one of them C two at uh, fifth thirds. Um, the other ones at Johnny's. Just throwing this out there. One of the leading scorers in the league. That's all I gotta say. You um, guys were okay. Wait, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. You're talking about the league that you guys went. Are like, we transitioning to beer league away like, from trades? Well, like 15 and 0, and you all right, guys so is golden. What happened? Plus like 80. Up, I'll, I'll pull this up. Just hold on. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna transition to beer league now. Um, yeah, let's talk about it. I love beer league. <laughs> this is great. Uh, um, so, so Alex is part of a team at Johnny's. And at Fifth Third, which is where the Hawks practice. But we're talking about the team that you're on at Johnny's. It's filthy. We're talking about that one. Now, this team that Alex was part of, um, <laughs> we'll we'll leave it nameless. We'll let we'll let the listeners do their own research. Good luck finding Alex Miller. Yeah, the, the most basic fucking name outside like John Smith. Um, <laughs> the team Alex is on. <laughs> Where'd you guys go? You guys, you guys I, uh, went let me, undefeated. I'm, I'm pulling it up. Yeah, we didn't lose. I can tell you that. 
I, I really just want to know the goal differential at this point because I remember there will be times you come back from hockey and be like, "Yo, how was the game?" <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, well, we were up seven to nothing going into so the we third, went, so we played five touch pass in the entire third. So we went, still won thirteen to nothing. We went twenty and zero. Um, we had a hundred and thirty four goals for and forty eight against. So for everyone keeping score at home, that's nearly a plus 90 goal differential. So um, not only did we score the most goals in the league, um, we had the least goals against um, for those keeping score at home. Um, Goal scorers, I'm going to pull up the team stats here. Um, we had a very rounded team. That's why we we're very good. We had very three rounded, really, yeah. we had okay. three really good forward lines. Okay. Yeah. Um, you sure you was, don't think that you just weren't in the right league? So we had Mike Klavchek. You don't think that you guys weren't in the right league? Look, this team was bottom half of the league this season before. It's not my fault that I'm filthy. Look, just just because yeah, they just you, because they had a lot of good look, unrestricted on. free agent signings. So we got. Don't Mike, disparage them. Mike Lavacek, he had 12 goals, 22 points, 30, or 12 goals, 22 assists, 34 points um, in 16 games. I'm going to say 30, wait, 34 points in 16 games? Yeah. Um, we had Kevin Marchese with 13 goals, 10 assists, and 23 points. Uh, we had my good friend Ryan um, with 14 goals. Shout out Ryan. I know yeah. Ryan. We played together. He's pretty eight, sweet. Eight assists and 22 points. Then we had yours truly. Uh, leading the team with 16 goals, which isn't that many goals, but look, we're, like I said, we're a well-rounded team. Um, Gotta hang your hat on what you can. Also, we all know that beer league refs never get the goals, they never get the assists right. Ever. So, like, my 16 and 4 is not accurate. It's not accurate. I know for a fact, I had, I had at least, I had at least 24 points. So, you know, it is what it is. It's okay. Still led the team For those keeping score at home, Alex was at least a point a game player. Oh, I already, I already was. I had 20 points in 16 games. They only gave me four apples. I had four apples in one game. Why didn't you complain? Because at the end of the day, it's beer league. I go to play hockey and then drink beer. That's fair. That's fair. So I was a point one point two five points per game. Zero. No, I you know I did that all. It's fine. I you know sixteen goals in uh, in sixteen games. I could see you just just skating past this, past the ref. Yo, stripes got that apple. Look, we out of our. Let me let me count this real quick. One, two. Out of 22 skaters on our roster, only two guys didn't have at least one point. 20 out of 22 guys had a point. So you guys are passing the puck around. It sounds like uh, some just quality player right there. Yeah, like I'm just, what was the average? I mean, I don't need you to actually like run the numbers. Yeah, no, I got you. Look, hold on. Just What was the average? Uh, what's the word? Goals per game? No, not goals per game, but what do you want? Uh, standard deviation between your guys' goals and the other team's Look, goals. we averaged 6.7 goals a game. Oh, my God. What was the average you guys we gave We averaged... Point three. Uh, like, were you guys winning every game by a running clock? Like, we averaged two goals a game, but that's extremely skewed because we had a bunch of shutouts, and then we had, like, two weeks where we didn't have guys. So, because a bunch of guys were at a bachelor party, so we won, like, 10 to... Or, like, 6 to 5. Okay, blame it on the stats. Well, I mean... <laughs> That's just how numbers work, but, you know. I mean, it is. Uh, let me... Let, here. Hold on. 
schedule. Uh, nine to five, eight to one, nine to two, three zero, eleven to two, ten to one, five to two, uh, six five, seven zero, uh, six five, six three, seven four, four one, five one, four two, three two, five two, twelve six, four zero, uh, ten four, and then that was the last game. Like half of those were running clock games. Yeah, and uh, the ones that were close were because those of us that score sat on the bench because we just were like, we don't want to be that guy, that that team that scores 20 goals. So you guys could have just absolutely beaten the wheels. Oh, we could have shellacked every every team except one. That's amazing. Maybe two. That's amazing. And it's not that we couldn't. It was that we didn't have the guys on the bench. Like we, if we had a roster, we shellack every team. <laughs> Shit, we only had six guys. Still won six to two. That's literally what happened. <laughs> I remember refing some games like that. There were a couple games I used to get out on the ice at fifth third. One team would have six guys. This literally happened one or two times. One team had six players, so one fucking sub, six <laughs> players and a goalie. I still have a five game point streak going, so I'm just throwing that out there. Hashtag COVID fucked it up. No, it's still going. We're good. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, most points in a game, your boy is second with five. Um, you scored five points in one game. I told you I'm sick. I, I mean, you know, after the ACL, it's cool. Look, when looking at our team stats, the most penalty minutes in a game, two. <laughs> you guys are... Now, that's not for the team. Penalty. That's not for the team. That's individual. We never... Nobody ever took more than one penalty in a game. We are filthy. See, I feel like with the team that we're on at uh, fifth third, we would take way more penalties. It was like, fuck Kip it. Kip took seven a game. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Love Kip. Shout out, Kip. I remember one time I got off the ice early because I just I was fucking dying. He goes, you all right? I'm like, nah, man, I smoked too much. He's like, you're one of the young players. You should be fine. I'm like, nope. Got too good. Well, it was like the third time I've played in like a year. Yeah, beer league's great. Um, I miss it. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, I'm pretty much the Alexander Ovechkin of uh, the Chicago Beer League, so there's that. Hashtag frat, hashtag badass, hashtag, hashtag shit. Top Chad. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yep. Hashtag one time Nipskis. Look, I'm. Hit Alex up on Instagram. It is. It, no, I'm not going to do it. Um, it is you're called not gonna, Alex's. You're not throw your handle off? No. It is called Alex's office for a reason. I'm just oh, is that what it is? Yeah. In beer league, <laughs> Alex's office. Yeah, they literally call that out on PKs because they're like, "This kid's gonna rip a one team." <laughs> just, just cross crease one timers the entire. Look, time. I rip one backhand, one hand, one tees. <laughs> All right, this is degenerating backhand, fast. Backhand, one hand, top hand. Yeah, this is this is degenerating fast. We got six minutes left, and then Hello. one more game to watch. Um, do we got anything else? I don't have anything else. I you know. I don't either. Um, I've been I've been sipping on these fucking seltzers since like two o'clock. So I, come I to know. Johnny's and uh, watch me just uh, tickle some twine. Rip. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> yes, I went. Rip one handers, backhanders, <laughs> top ched. If you're trying to see elite <laughs> shot, come to Johnny's. If you really want to see a very very quick release, just. Come on out, find a president's game. Don't let anyone know I fell while I shot, but it's still sick. He didn't get his skate sharpened, but it's okay. You got anything else? I got nothing. All right, well, this has been another episode of Tomahawks. This is a bonus episode to all our uh, eight listeners. 
We're extremely happy to bring you uh, an extra hour and a half this week. Thank you to my buddy Alex for coming on the pod. Thanks for having me. Can't wait to uh, talk about how terrible Kirby Doc was in the restart. Uh, uh, that's really, six or seven lost count. I'm really excited to get you and Tom together at one point and just produce the podcast. Can um, we first go play hockey, then produce it? Sure. Yeah, or vice versa. Either way. I just, you know, when I'm done rinsing him about Kirby Doc, I just want to just You just want to dangle him? him? I want to walk him. He does play that's, D, so... Perfect. There's a I'm, shout out, Tom. Um, I know come you at and me, I, bro. I know you and I do end up both listening to the podcast. Me mainly because I have to produce it and I have to listen to it. Um, you because you're a degenerate fuck and you just like listening to your own voice, <laughs> which you know, fuck it, I do too. But um, that's a call out, man. We gotta we gotta get something together. We gotta get a tricky skate or some sort of some sort of ice with you two on the ice to see what happens. I got a car. Come at me. Uh, we'll figure it out. Um, this has been another episode of Tomahawks. I'm Anthony. Uh, t- uh, Tom likes to call me Tony. Uh, I'm the Sharks fan from Alaska, and uh, thanks for having me on. This has been Tomahawks. Uh, we are both reminding you to keep your fucking sticks down. Thank you. Enjoy. Mainly because I wear a visor. Um, follow your dreams. Yeah. Wanna get a mansion, a jacuzzi, a theater to watch my movies Couple whips and lots of fancy things, the kids they call the goonies I see the future, crystal ball, mirror, mirror hanging on the wall Who the flies 